0: So let me ask you, have you ever thought of what the greatest version of you would actually look like? What would you be doing right now today? Well, there's a reason that your answers either come easy or you're thinking, I have no idea. Today, together, we're going to discover your true greatness so you can begin enjoying your best life. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure Hey, friends. Welcome back. Glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. And if you'd like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at StephenCanyon.com. For those of you that have been asking, yes, the 100 Day Kinetic Belief Guided Journal is again back in stock and available on the website. This is the book used for progressively journaling your life toward perfected completion, where I am your personal guide to help you reestablish creative authority in your life. Also, while there, check out the upcoming event locations at kineticbelief.com. Miss Megan, the anatomy of greatness. What do you think?
1: I'm excited to dissect it.
0: Were you just thinking about that earlier this morning?
1: Oh, you know, I just, I did. I woke up going, "Oh, I wonder what the anatomy of greatness Where,
0: is." Didn't you? So thank
1: it. goodness you're doing this. Today. You have a tremendous
0: sense of worthiness. You always have.
1: <laughs> That's a really nice way to put. <laughs> to put. It. You're you full do. of yourself. I am
0: so worthy. I am so great. Yes, I am. You are so unapologetic when it comes to ability. I wish I were more like you, Miss Megan.
1: That really is the nicest way to say you're full of yourself that I've ever heard in my life. Um, And it's true. That's accurate. Isn't it true? I I remember
0: in San Diego, and you you wowed me. We were in a club downtown San Diego, Mm. and you were there with your vocal coach, and uh, the place was packed, and she said, Megan, you want to sing a song? You bet I do. (laughs) <laughs> and you got up there and you just sang away. It was
1: fun, right? fantastic. It was you, so much fun. Your
0: voice is so silky and oh, so nightcluby, kind. bluesy, and oh,
1: I love singing. I yeah. do. I, I I would sing. And you know, you ask us that question sometimes. Would you do fill in the blank if you were the only person left on the planet? And singing is a is a huge yes. Well, now
0: I would if I'm the only one on the planet. Heck yeah, I'm, I'm singing. <laughs>
1: Everyone's going. Well, I would <laughs> well, sing if <laughs> no one was around.
0: I love uh, the Step Brothers movie. We how many times have we watch? That.
1: Well, it's on TV on some loop. I don't know how it's Will on Ferrell. TV that much, but... I'm it's a Will
0: Ferrell fan. Oh,
1: I am too. I, could just, I can't help myself.
0: You know, I could just watch him, yep. be anything, mm-hmm. and he's hilarious. Agreed, agreed. You, you remember the song um where where he is singing for his brother? Yes. Dale? And Dale said, you have the voice of an angel. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. You remember that? <laughs> Let's <laughs> see.
1: Yes, very well. And then he
0: went on to make all these excuses, and he was like, uh-huh. "But what was he saying? Like, I,
1: he I was just... like, I don't know." He said, I've, "I've had a sore throat for a month and a half, and I just and the acoustics aren't very good." And <laughs> it was, I think I've been Please, there. Keep going.
0: I, I, I love it. I'm just my <laughs> vicariously like, I'm there. What, and what?
1: But it's funny because uh, I'm pretty sure I've done that myself. You know, you 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 perform or in some sort of situation, and you feel like you didn't do very well, and <laughs> Let me just give you all the excuses. <laughs> I
0: love it, though. But that's the anatomy of greatness. Let's jump right in. Every single human being was created in the image of the creator, mm. each one with authority and dominion to be great, uniquely different, mm. able to sing like Will Ferrell, whatever, with a, <laughs> with a life demonstrating oh, man. the greatness of genius. Think about it, because it's by the intelligent, purposeful use of kinetic belief, the inertia within all of us. that's there and it's available to each of us. Within the singularity of all of our desires, creative beings develop their unique individual mental faculties. Every single person has an inherent power that, that can be developed and grown in whatever direction it is that they choose. And there is no limit to the possibilities of every single person's own growth before they leave the natural. No creative human being has, been, has ever actually reached a height of greatness so stellar, so great an achievement that it wouldn't be possible for them to have realized an even greater result.
1: Mm-hmm. and it does seem as you're describing that to us it does seem that greatness is one of those things that you really just need to dive in and go for it because it's it's you can overthink it i guess is is what i'm saying
0: overthinking is a, that's exactly right that's just another word for being fearful you know i'm ready to jump but now wait a minute what if this happens yeah The endless possibilities are located within your determined use of kinetic belief. That's the thing. It's the substance of your creative genius, Mm -hmm. of which every single person is made with, constructed from. The genius, your divine inner genius, that is the union of all creative, eternal human beings. It's the original source substance of the creator of the universe. It's the eternal creative power and authority flowing through each and every single one of us. Genius is far more than just talent. Talent can simply be developed by one faculty out of proportion to the others. But genius, that is your union to the creator of the universe. It's your inherent ability for your soul to act in accordance with the One. History's greatest achievers, those who've aligned themselves with that genius, are always greater than their actions actually were. They each connected with the limitless power of God, and that's what made them unique while here in the land of the living.
1: Mm, Genius over talent. That's That's an interesting concept. What would you say to the person that is listening, and there's not something that just pops right into their mind that they can imagine being great at? Um, many times in life, I think we come across these seasons where it we feel incredibly normal and typical and average. And ha- if you don't have a, an obvious... Um, you, you just said talent, but you know, if you don't have an obvious gifting, how do, you, how do you determine what you even want to be great at if you don't have something that's readily available in your mind?
0: Anybody that is ever going through a day feeling average, it's because they are looking around to assess who they are. You're looking at other people and other people's talents and what you're seeing other people doing with their lives. Mm-hmm. And by measuring yourself against that, you're always going to come away with the feeling of being average
1: that's so that's such a great point that everything is always going to be relevant to you and to always compare things to yourself and always be looking within and looking within and because you're right you you don't know even when you see someone with great what seems like a great gifting or great talents there's so many missing pieces that you're not even seeing so just don't even go there
0: Right, because again, when you're looking at other people, you are you are observing the genius of others, and you are then relating it to yourself. One is not the other, and you will feel inferior, or even if you're inspired by it, that's a great thing, and we should all be inspired by the unique genius of each other, and we're to celebrate each other, and build each other up, and... and, and uh, Edify what we see in other people and just there for enjoyment and also to inspire, but not to become imitators. Mm -hmm. Greatness is found within, not without. Look, no one can say where the boundary of kinetic belief and ability actually is. When you look at this universe, it's so quite possible. When we view what is possible, for example, in quantum physics, that, you know what, there is no actual boundary to how great a person can become. There's no limit. Here's where it begins to become really exciting. The unique power of conscious development was not given to lower life forms. It only belongs to us as human created beings. And the power of kinetic belief, consciousness can be developed and increased by us. We can actually continue to increase the volume, if you will. Lower life forms, the lower animals can be trained by us, but we can train and develop ourselves. You'll never find a horse training itself or a dog (laughs) training itself, but we have that ability.
1: That's so true, and I like that you brought up um, inspiration versus imitation because it's definitely a fine line to walk in between those two concepts. When you look at someone to to check yourself and to make sure that you you're not going after chasing after the imitation of that person, but that you're just allowing yourself to be organically and you know genuinely inspired by by their own personal unique greatness.
0: Only human the, human beings have the ability and the power to look within and train and develop yourself according to your own unique genius, your own unique aptitudes, uh, understanding and falling in love with what makes you different from everybody else and not like everyone else, because that ability and that power, it is then unlimited when you access it. The purpose of life for creative creators is growth. The same as is the purpose of life for plants, for example. However, Trees grow without being prompted, and human beings grow when they choose to grow. Trees can only develop according to their kind. However, we, human beings, in our natural experiences, we can develop in any fashion with the inherent power of kinetic belief at any time that we should choose. Isn't that amazing? Nothing that is possible in this universe is impossible in the natural. So the question becomes, well, what is possible? What is actually possible for us and you and me? Here's here's the boundary. Nothing that you can think of is impossible to do. Nothing that you can imagine is impossible to realize. All of us were formed for growth, so it's necessary for us all to grow. Growth is an essential for your happiness and continuous advancement. Not continual, but continuous We must be continually at all times growing and developing in order to be optimistically happy.
1: Wow, there are some really strong points in there that I want to go back over. I love this concept that recognizing that we're the only creatures, we're the only beings that really have this capability of this intense, unlimited growth, intense spiritual growth. Um, even changing the physical. It's such an amazing thing to not only grasp, but remember as you're going throughout your day because that really sets you apart um, from anything else in the universe. I I love that point. And then also um, that if you can think it or imagine it, that's your signal that it's possible. What an amazing thing to, to really understand.
0: And I like the two words, one continual and the other one continuous. There's a big difference between those two. The one who continually advances, not continuously, but continually advances, grows a little then stops, grows a little then stops, advances a little bit and then we rest and stop, grows a little and then stops. You're continually advancing. The one who continuously advances grows and grows and grows and goes and grows. Here's the thing. Anybody that's living a life without progress is going to suffer from various degrees of insanity. They keep doing the same thing over and over and over, hoping that things will change. This type of hope, you know what it does? It makes the heart sick. Mm. And then when the heart becomes sick, So does the remainder of their entire life.
1: That's such a beautiful and important point that you're making, that when you're taking these dreams and these ideas and you're always sort of deferring them into the future, that that's going to not only make you crazy, but it's going to make you sad and depressed and nothing good is going to come from that consistency. Is the key keeping this going, which, like you always tell us, that's the kinetic part of this. And
0: i that's right. I was going to ask you if you could see where this was going in a hurry. You Boom. just jumped into the work. Who's kinetic. a good student? You I am. are the best student. <laughs> okay.
1: and
0: where's your candy corn? I know. <laughs> you get one candy corn for today. <laughs>
1: where's my sticker?
0: The greater um, and more harmonious and balanced your growth is, the more optimistically happy you will continue to be continuously be day in and day out the only way to achieve this is through kinetic belief journaling the journaling is and you have to continually re- review your journal every morning to be continuously advancing <laughs> because if you were continuously in your journal, you wouldn't do anything else. So you want to continually visit the journal to continuously attract your best life. Okay. Advancing and growing and developing and becoming all that you're supposed to be by continually journaling your best everybody, life.
1: Everybody just needs to calm down. <laughs>
0: right. But right? that's it. You want to keep the oh, logbook yeah. and continually go to the logbook to see how you're advancing and well, you're creating your highest viewpoint yes. thought forms in order to be able to harbor those and hang on to those. So so that when alternate realities and options and alternatives are showing up, you'll know quickly to put those away so that you can continue to advance toward your perfected genius.
1: Well, And really, for me, the most attractive thing about this this entire conversation is, is that if you have this consistent way of, of controlling your thoughts, your outcomes, your manifestations, then that also means that all of a sudden... Oh, your mood is going to be consistent. Your feelings are going to be consistent. Everything is going to follow suit. Um, and you're not going to be on this roller coaster of life that so many of us are on and we've been trying to get off of for so many years, whether it's your physical outlook or your spiritual outlook or the way that you're your hormones make you go up and down, or your chemical imbalance. I mean, having a byproduct of consistency sounds really nice. Oh, that doesn't is it. And
0: you see exactly where you went. You brought up mood right there. Yeah. You said the mood mm-hmm. and why? chemistry, chemical imbalance and emotions, all those things. That is what somebody does. We gravitate toward the emotions when we're not journaling our from our highest viewpoints. Mm-hmm. We are susceptible to emotions and emotions change just like the oceans change from day to day. Yeah. The current goes in one direction and then another. And a person that is controlled by their emotions is not going to be able to accomplish their greatness in this life.
1: That's so true. And, you know, I love that you're not saying to not acknowledge them, but you're saying don't be controlled by them. Don't ignore what's happening in your mind and in your body, but don't allow it to shift you and direct you and, and, and pull you along.
0: The law of attraction is a powerful force. In fact, there's not, the entire universe was created from the law of attraction, from the power of a bias, of a belief, the substance of belief. Uh, slung everything into existence that is it's the law of attraction is so powerful in fact it's the force of it is so great that successful achievers understand how to use it for their benefit attraction however now watch this it works in both directions either the human creative creator is going to choose to attract their desires by kinetically believing to see in the present tense what they've chosen to believe or, watch this, like lower animals, human beings will allow themselves to be attracted to the path of least resistance. They will run to the most viable, uh, visible source that the senses can pick up on. You see, they seek the handouts of others, and the, the path of least resistance, they will be satisfied by the crumbs of others' successes. I grew up riding horses, and and so did you. And I started out with a, that little pony Duchess that I've told you about. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you've seen pictures of. Yeah. I kept her a couple of miles from my house, and several mornings, several on many different occasions, actually, she would get out of the fence and and travel by her little self a couple miles to my house and I would (laughs) there were several mornings I would get up in the morning and I would see Duchess looking through the back door of my house (laughs) and it's not like I was the only the only little house on the prairie no I was in a neighborhood with 500 (laughs) homes so her discernment to be able to find her source which was me was unbelievable yet here was this animal a lower animal that did not have the same intellect that you and I have, the ability to use kinetic belief and then see and attract those things into her life like we can. But she was able to find her source, duchess, um, horses, the lower life forms, doing those things. Look, you and uh, the, the question is, are you living the life of a pony? Or of a creative human being having a natural experience while exercising in your inalienable authority and, and dominion to be able to kinetically believe for advancing your wealth, health, joy, and happiness, because we have the ability to live uh, lives of just seeking after a source rather than being the uh, and using our authority to r- direct that source into our lives
1: so today we 're talking about the anatomy of greatness, and i I get the sense that the first Um, really piece of this anatomy is what we just finished talking about, which is consistency. And then I think you just took us into the second piece of this, which is to step into that authority, you know, to take your rightful place in this world, in your life, in your, in this existence as the one, as the source. Um, Because you're right. It's so tempting to look around and say, okay, who's going to do this for me? Who's going to make this happen? Who's going to do this for me? And that all needs to come from you.
0: No one's ever going to do it for you. Look, everybody's Mm -hmm. out for the themselves and should be and and quite frankly most people are are have positioned themselves in this world as comp, as uh, competitors yeah. and as a result they are concerned with everybody else's running of their own race and if you get caught up in that rather than living a life of creativity and one of competitive competitiveness instead then the problem of that is you, when you stop watching the lane of everybody else and how everybody else is running their own race and you redirect your observations to your inner genius that's when you start advancing but not until then you're just an imitator until then whatever it is that one person can do anyone can do and the marvelous thing is regardless of the unique different creative genius within all of us no two people will ever grow to become the same thing or to be just alike
1: Well, aren't we taught that competition is the only way to get money and to get ahead and to win and to grow a thing, and that is almost beaten into us, into our minds and our... Just everything that we are, we're told nonstop that, hey, competition is the way that you get ahead and the, that you win. And, and, the, and they really even tell you that if you're just trying to be the creative type, you're a sucker. Um, and, you know, maybe you'll be happy, but you're going to be broke. And that's the, that's the lesson that we're all taught um, through many different channels. That's
0: correct. And the sad thing about competition is it creates pyramids. The world is full of competitive pyramids. Everyone is imitating the number one person. So the Mm -hmm. pyramid has one person at the very top that has created a competitive uh, platform that goes from number one all the way down to the last, and the last being the bottom of the pile. What happens then? We're all celebrating one person's creative genius. Mm -hmm. Now imagine if there was no competitiveness, but there was only creativity. All co-equal creators on this one Plane of creativity. Every person comes into this world with a predisposition to develop in a way of singularity, becoming the greatest possible version of themselves. It's far easier to do that when it's along the line of your genius.
1: How do you uh, resolve this idea of working for someone else, maybe at their company, um, with having your own creative genius are you are we all supposed to be entrepreneurs i mean how do how do you sort of resolve this idea that hey you know i'm working for this person but i enjoy my job but that's not necessarily you know all coming just from me am i part of that pyramid
0: oh what you do is is we're all when we become part of a larger picture or, or a larger uh, uh objective we still bring our creative genius into the project and our creative, unique genius can be overlaid with any task, and that's not the the, uh, the issue. For example, let's say, you know, I'm not a tire changer, but I can change a tire. And so if I go about changing a tire, I'm going to bring my unique genius of qualities to the project of changing that tire and doing it in a way that I want to be the best I can possibly be at changing that tire while I'm changing it. And with the right attitude, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the process of it. And so we can bring ourselves into any project at any time and thoroughly enjoy it.
1: I love that idea of of, that you can elevate yourself through that unique creative genius, no matter what the scenario is that you're currently in.
0: Right. I'm just not going to try to be the tire changer of someone else. I'm not going to imitate somebody else's ability. I'm going to bring my ability to that, inspired by their ability to be the best that I can be. I used to enjoy putting out flower bulbs every fall. And however, and I used to tell you about the chipmunks would eat them just as fast as I could bury them. <laughs> I actually imagined to invent something that I would call bulb wire. And you imagine if you could just take it and somebody could you go ahead and do this because I never ran with it. If you're listening, <laughs> uh, get just some mesh wire and put a bulb in it and plant that to keep the chipmunks from getting to the bulb. And it'll grow right up through the wire. Call True. it bulb wire and make a million. But So, the unique thing about bulbs, if you were to fill up a bucket with bulbs, to the observer, that they all look alike. It looks like just a bucket of bulbs. However, when spring comes, if you planted those, each bulb is going to reveal itself to have been different. Well, the same is true of all of us. We're just like a bucket of bulbs. One person may be like a tulip adding the brightness of their color to their neighborhood. Another could be like a violet, teaching lessons of love and forgiveness to everyone they meet. Another person could be like a rose, spreading the essence of compassion around. But every individual has a priceless, unique value. Each one is something genuinely rare and created for perfection. Well, in the macroscopic viewpoint of all things, the largest percentage of possibilities are yet to be dreamed, although possible among the most common of lives you know there are no common people only average lives and throughout history during for example times of national stress and war it's often been the uh, the ordinary store clerk or even the town drunk that became a hero or some kind of a statesman <laughs> gandhi let he led india's independence movement back in the 30s and 40s by speaking softly without carrying much of a big stick. Historians actually said that Gandhi proved that one person has the power to take on the entire world using both ethics and intelligence. And with Gandhi, he adhered himself to his those unwavering beliefs that he had, and he did it through his kinetic beliefs, unwavering holding his highest viewpoints to thought forms and it changed the world around him
1: i really love that bulb analogy that you gave because it made me it made me think of how you always tell us that nothing is staying the same and so i love this idea that you're going to grow you're going to change you're going to develop so just making sure that you're applying that development and you're applying that growth to your own unique path and to the right things, and to the correct things that make you you, and you're you're going to develop in one direction or the other. So you might as well you might as well apply it to that to your unique self. I I really like that.
0: Everybody has their own rainbow of colors. There is a Gandhi in each one of us, and it's through the manifestation of your own specific, unique kinetic beliefs. Just like Gandhi attracted the necessary ingredients in order to change the course of his and society's destiny, there is that genius in every single person that's waiting right now, lying dormant and simply just waiting. Every neighborhood, city, town, nation has greatness within its people. However, you know, few ever actually look within to realize their greatness, even though all have the ability
1: you know, we, you and I were having a really interesting conversation before the, the program today, and we were discussing how having a massive perspective shift is always the thing that's going to trigger Have, becoming great, becoming who you want to be, having that anatomy of greatness show up in your life. Um, how do How do you trigger that? How do you cause, you know, for example, let's take something as simplistic and as obvious as let's say you want to lose weight. Um, Why are you willing to do that today instead of yesterday? Or let's say you want to strike out and and instead of working for someone, you want to start your own business. What is the difference? What makes that difference between, you know, the yesterday and the today perspective shift that's going to make you actually do the thing?
0: Yeah, uh, the, the need for change will either come from within or without. For example, there is there is the one that most people will go to in times of peril for advice in a community. And that is the, the one who has been naturally, instinctively living a life of greatness, even with just the small things. And other people recognize that person as being great uh, and having insightful wisdom because... They're doing great things with the small things in their life. And so, and they're paying with great attention to the detail of their life using their genius and their creative abilities in unique ways. Most people require some kind of uh, an earthquake to come along or a tsunami to wipe out everything that they're used to in order to make them look within to find that greatness in order to be able to continue on. And it's those national. Times of great stress that will bring out greatness in in some. Others are, their unique creators already doing the small things in, in great ways. So here's what happens. Instinctively, human beings realize that these are those who would also do great things in the way of their genius. Authority and dominion, when applied to kinetic belief, it always, always, always attracts what you ask. But now here's the thing. If you only do small things, then you're only going to attract from the universe what's necessary to do those small things. But if you fearlessly look within, and I mean fearlessly, you can't do it through somebody else's eyes. You can't do it um, in in a way that, you know, what would mama uh, (laughs) want me to be doing? No, you look fearlessly (laughs) within in order to live outwardly in boldness. Look fearlessly within to live outwardly in boldness using your creative genius as your guiding light. And you do it with authority and you do it with dominion in order to advance your mind, body, and soul and to do great things in a great way. And all that you will ever need to do this is the substance in power, and that's all that you will ever require. And here's the thing, it's always there.
1: It's such a great link between what you were saying earlier and what you what you just told us, just this idea that, okay, if you fearlessly look within, um, then anything that you can imagine, we now know that that's possible. So that's, I feel like that's that goes hand in hand because you need to know that anything that you can imagine is possible to fearlessly look within. And so when you're doing that, when you're taking stock and when you're looking at, okay, what's my wildest dream and what's my wildest, most over the top imagination, that means it's possible. And so you can go ahead fearlessly and have these, like you were talking about positive disruptions in your life to have these big perspective shifts, knowing that, that all of this, really is possible that this really can be your destiny in life
0: three things the person that looks within to locate their genius if you're willing to go fearlessly to move your genius forward there is nothing that can stop you Mm. nothing can stop your genius when you put it on the move and you do it fearlessly mountains would would flatten Mm -hmm. armies would divide If you move your genius forward and do it fearlessly, there is nothing that can stop you. The substance that is in agreement with what you are desiring to see come to pass will be attracted to rearrange the circumstances of your life. Gandhi said happiness is what... He said that it is when when what you think and what you say and what you do are all in harmony.
1: Mm.
0: Happiness is when what you think, what you say and what you do are in harmony. And so is your success, so is your genius. Your greatness is when what you think and what you say and what you do are in harmony.
1: How do you approach a a level of commitment to to pursuing that harmony that you're talking about? How do you approach committing to something in a way that you'll never go back, you'll never look back? Because so many times don't we commit to things and then, we fall off the wagon we have to start over but it does seem like you can reach a level of commitment where that's it it's done and, and you're committed and you're in that you're in that growth path forever you never look back how do you achieve that Um, because, you know, it does feel different. I think we've all experienced that when you, sometimes you commit to things and you, and you kind of have this knowing that it's not going to last, but then there are positive disruptions that are happening in your life. And it's almost like you're forced, like you were saying, the tsunami, you know, it forces you to look within, but how do we achieve that just in our everyday life?
0: The only way to become dogmatic about change is when you change your perspective. It's when you imagine to see, and you're only going to do that through meditation you're going to have to get away from the noise of the world, the influence of others, and you create these high viewpoints for thought forms, and you dwell in those, and you, you believe those, adhere to and rely on those things that you're believing to already have come to pass, and then you have gratitude for it. You become thankful for it. You look around and using the, the imagination and the desire and, and uh, all those things that you've created the thought forms for and you've journaled, you, you then become so grateful for that that it has already come. To pass in your life, and you are so dogmatic about it, and you refuse to allow anything or anyone to turn you away from what you've already believed to see. That becomes your passion. And it becomes your article of faith, your conviction for life, for living. And you do now whatever it is that you need to do to see those things come to pass. There's no failure in your vernacular anymore. The word quit no longer exists to you. And you're moving forward toward that thing, and you will continue as long as you have breath in your lungs. Nothing's going to change you from the course of your destiny. Why? Because you've aligned your destiny with your fate. You realize that you came into this world in the land of the living with a fate, with a purpose for being, a purpose for having been before you were created, a purpose for being after you leave here. And that's your eternal destiny that you are aligning in agreement with the fate of your purpose. Two purposes, one that you choose and one that was chosen for you. You align those in agreement and then allow nothing to turn you away from that course, that path, that destiny for your life.
1: What a great way to to see this journey that if you stay mentally consistent, then that dogmatic level of commitment will just come naturally. That's awesome. How, How cool is that? So Isn't cool. that cool? <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> well, just this idea that you don't have to force anything.
0: You no longer force it. You're but, just yeah. Well, and that's another way of saying that it has become you. Mm-hmm. You're not becoming it. You're not trying to be something. Yes. That something becomes you. Yes. You've attracted it and it becomes who you are. Love. You are love. You are success. You are health. You are great wealth. You are those things that others simply want to become. You can't become something that you're not. And you only become those things when you attract those things to become you. And so you're just revealing like the butterfly, the essence of your true nature by realizing who you were when you came into this world to begin with.
1: You've mentioned positive disruptions a few times today. Is that something that naturally occurs in your life or are you you making positive disruptions a part of your life? I hope I asked that correctly.
0: The only positive disruption that you'll ever need to make is the first one. And that's when you take time away from life to go back to the beginning and ask yourself the questions necessary to come up with the answer for what is your purpose? Why are you here? What makes you different? And then you form your life outward from there. That's the positive disruption, if you will, that the only one that will ever be required for leading you away from Uh, negative source influencers and being able to adhere to the purpose for your life. So it becomes easy, (laughs) doesn't
1: it? Doesn't it sound easy? So it's really, it sounds like a positive disruption. It's really more of a kickstart. And so when you're mental, you know, you need to sort of clear your mind. Yeah. It's a reset. Uh,
0: yeah. You're only going to have to wrestle one alligator. <laughs> and the rest of them will fall to the side. Right. And you're not going to have to figure out day after day after day, what do I do with this problem? What do I do with this person? What do I do with this negative thing? What do I, how do I handle this judgment? But what about what they said? And that's confusion. And that's noise. You only mm-hmm. do it once. And then you embrace and fall into unconditional love with who you are and your uniqueness, and then all that other stuff—it just starts to tumble and fall away as you maintain yourself all the way through, right on mm. into eternity.
1: You know, it really—you ma- you mentioned the ocean and sailing all the time as different analogies, and and this positive disruption concept—it makes me think of when you first walk out into the ocean which I'm looking at right now. So (laughs) this is a, an obvious analogy for us, but as you walk out into the water, the, the breakers are so fierce, but they're just right there at the beginning. And the moment that you're past them, everything is so smooth and crystal clear, but it, it just makes me think of a positive disruption in your life as sort of that initial momentum that's required to just get you going on this path, on this journey. 99.9%
0: 99.9% of all human creative creators in the world today need that initial positive disruption mm. to be disrupted away from the things that they've been believing all along. We grow up in a world that's trying to change your mind away from the authority and the the personality that you originally came into the world with. So the positive disruption is, again, this just unbecoming all of the influencers, both positive and negative. You know, it's not always just the negative, but a positive influencer can have a negative effect if they are influencing you to turn away from your original purpose for living.
1: It also seems it also seems like it would be incredibly powerful to have that positive disruption as a very real piece of a very real occurrence that happened so that as you're going through this journey, you need to be able to point back to something to say, no, I determined who I was, who I am uniquely in this moment. And I can point to that time and I can say, I I figured that out. I solidified this idea, this concept of who I am and I did it during that initial positive disruption. And so now I know because if you don't, without that, uh, you're going, well, who am I? You're still asking the question.
0: People are always far too quick to seek the advice of others when it has to do with yourself. And and that's where the mistakes are always made. And we're asking for advice. Look, once you, like you said, once you've determined your mission within your soul, let no one ever turn you away from that mission again. Stop counseling with others when it comes to your original purpose. Only you know what it is at the end of the day. And if you're wanting to imitate somebody else, go get a coach. Imitate all you want. I'm telling you, you're going to end up living a a rather sad life. You'll get to the end of it, only to realize that you've lived someone else's.
1: I love that. You know, forget, forget a coach. Forget other people. Forget their opinions. You really do have all that you need within yourself. You know, think enough of yourself to... To put yourself in that position of authority and really hierarchy your own life.
0: Coaches are for training talents. They are not for changing your genius.
1: That's powerful. Because that, that really just points back to the power that's within you and not denying that you have that. You do have that within you.
0: If your genius is for playing tennis, find a coach to help you put a top spin on a tennis ball. <laughs> But don't, <laughs> but don't find somebody to, to talk you out of playing tennis. <laughs> I
1: like that.
0: All the world is a stage. And look, you're the playwright for your own life. You are the final authority for your experiences in the natural and beyond. It's what you believe to see that is really it's up to you. So the most important things for you to gain uh, the understanding of is that, look, if you will decide right now to never again be led by your emotions You can advance your life to perfected completion. Control your emotions and be counted among those who believe for healing and receive it done on the earth when doctors have said there can be no healing. Become the greatest version of yourself by logging your progress Uh, toward what you've imagined yourself to attract and become. Do this and be counted among those who have more than enough wealth to go anywhere at any time and do anything that they desire to do. Become the original version of you and do it right now. Don't put this off until tomorrow. Stop thinking about it. Stop buying all the books you can find to try to convince yourself that there's a better original version of you. Stop that. Do it right now by unbecoming what you were never meant to be. By doing this, you can be counted among the ones who are joyous and optimistically happy. And by doing this and doing it right now, doing it right now today, this very moment, don't allow this afternoon to come and go that you're still thinking about how you can change to become something else. No, you do it right now and go on and accomplish anything that you desire to do and to be in this life. Change what you're talking about. Change the things that you say. Stop saying negative things. Don't ever again allow negative words to come out of your mouth because the things that you talk about are forming the very life that you're living. In fact, say this right now after me. Just say, I've made the choice.
1: I've made the choice.
0: To fall freely from all resistance. To
1: fall freely from all resistance.
0: And into my greatness.
1: And into my greatness.
0: I trust in my ability to become anything that I desire.
1: I trust in my ability to become anything that I desire.
0: I am successfully me.
1: I'm successfully me.
0: I am the creative genius of me.
1: I'm the creative genius of me.
0: Success and wealth.
1: Success and wealth.
0: Success and health.
1: <laughs> Success and health.
0: Success and joy.
1: Success and joy
0: come easily to me.
1: Come easily to me.
0: I am the successful version of me.
1: I am the successful version of me.
0: I am boldly confident.
1: I'm boldly confident.
0: Being self-confident has set me free.
1: Being self-confident has set me free. To
0: do great things. To do great things. I am strong. I'm strong. Original. Original. And I'm manifesting my dreams quickly.
1: And I'm manifesting my dreams quickly.
0: And abundantly. And
1: abundantly.
0: I believe in the me.
1: I believe in the me.
0: God created me to be. That
1: God created me to be. Wow. The Anatomy of Greatness. I would say that we covered every piece. We dissected it. (laughs) We sure did. We went through the entire scope. Got
0: to down to the marrow of greatness. I
1: like that. Oh, the marrow of greatness. Very nice. Um, What a what a cool episode. This is this has been incredibly not just enlightening, but um, I like very strategically and specifically working through these concepts of not just how to do it, but how to do this in a natural, organic way, so that it's your own very personal process because just like you've told us how unique we are that means our process is going to be unique and so this really sets us free to to just step into that
0: changing your thinking you have to saturate your thoughts Mm -hmm. saturate saturate the way that you think (laughs) and and you do that by listening to these podcasts that's why we do these podcasts is to give everyone an opportunity just to listen and to immerse themselves in it, like a great salve, covering yourself so that you change your essence. You change the way that you, you see life. You change your lens for seeing things. And you can recognize uh, obstructions when they show up. And those, what used to be tests, you'll no longer have to take anymore. Just refuse to take them and pass the grade and go on and, and receive your promotion for living. Listen to these podcasts. Do it over and over and over. And it's my hope and it's my prayer that they will change your life and change it forever and that you'll begin living your greatest potential today.
1: If you find yourself craving even more immersion after you've listened to the podcast, make sure you go to kineticbelief.com. And on many different pages there, you can sign up for our weekly email blast, which Steven sends out these really great video teachings. I love those. You know what my favorite part is, and this sounds silly, but they're under five minutes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> because, because we only,
1: you know, we do have, I uh, mean, uh, time is a commodity and just being able to get that quick really, fix. that quick fix and just a, a huge jolt of, of wisdom and more immersion is very, very cool. Just right there in your email every single week. Kineticbelief.com is where you can sign up to receive those. And make sure you keep checking out the events page and also, also the shop page. We're, at, we're adding more uh, books and journals, workbooks all the time. And if you need to reach out, to Stephen, hey, or myself. You can reach out at kineticbelief at can And if you
0: can't, if you can't get to the Kinetic Belief 100-Day Guided Journal, just get a notebook, okay? A spiral notebook. Get anything. Just start writing these things down. Figure out how to do it. But yeah. don't let another day go. That you have not logged and created your highest viewpoint to journal out those thought forms, recognizing your purpose for living and being. Write it onto something if you can't get our kinetic belief guided journal, but start it right now. That's the thing that's going to keep you on course for being healthy and wealthy, joyous, optimistically happy, living in peace, and living your best life. Do it now.
1: And logbook really is the perfect name for that because you are keeping track. I love the analogy that you gave recently that you know a sailor would never just a hundred years ago they'd never go across the Atlantic without a logbook so they knew where they've been where they are and where they're going. And that's really what you're doing with this manifestation guided journaling. You're keeping your bearings, you're keeping track of who you are and at what phase you're in, in this really great, exciting journey.
0: Life is too quick and it's too short, too fast to spend one moment of it off course.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks again for another great episode today, Steve. And um, those waves look pretty rough today. So I think I think I'll just go walk <laughs> beside them. I'm not Sounds going good. in the water today. So much fun. See you yeah. back tomorrow, Megan. See you then. Thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Bye.